At Red Barn, our pet food ingredients work overtime. They aren't just there for show. Dandelion greens work to maintain a healthy digestive system. Salmon oil works to enhance the immune system. Green-lipped mussels work to support joint health. These hard-working ingredients support your dog's active, healthy life. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food, simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food. Blog Talk Radio.
July 30th, 2014, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I'm your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, well, it is a call-in advice show, all right? For anybody and everybody out there, yes, whoever you are, young, old, naive, middle-aged, confused, dead, alive, at your best, at your worst, are any of you guys out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual even, newly single, a cutter, perhaps a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too fucking tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little dingy bedroom right now, right at this instant, just binge eating a salami and bread and picking at your fucking face? Well, cut the fuck out. Leave the sores on your face alone or they'll get all crusted over and they'll be pockmarked. And then who's going to love you? Probably somebody, I'm sure. But whatever. You know what I'm saying. Just quiet while you're ahead. Are any of you guys out there looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or maybe just hoping to feel a little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of that thing you did at that party last weekend? Uh, are all of your friends total fucking assholes who talk shit to your, behind your back and then smile to your face? Yeah, get used to it. It's the worst. You feel safe for a moment. You think you have a group of friends. You think you're loved and respected and have your place, a cubbyhole, and then all of a sudden you find out that they're not your friends at all. They're just fucking talking shit behind your back. Nothing is sacred. That's how life is. It's not just high school. It's the real world, too. But you know what? If you call in tonight and that's what you're going through, we'll talk about it, and I swear to God I'll make you feel better. <laughs> is the guy or girl you like? not responding to all of your text messages, your Facebook pokes, your retweets, or all of your Instagram likes? Huh. Sorry. Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a radio show? Then this is your, oh my God, this is crazy because this is your lucky day. That is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. All of those things for all those kinds of people going through all that kind of stuff. So pick up your smartphone and dial 646-378-0649. That is the number. I'm telling you. Save it in your phone. 646-378-0649. Sounds like I'm begging, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm just reiterating important information that you should have for yourself. Oh, God, you guys. Oh, my God. So many things to tell you. But also, I want to give you options. Before I get to what's going on in my life, I do have a Twitter account and an Instagram account, but that's neither here nor there. My main point is, if you're too much of a cliff to call into the actual show, or you're busy, or you're on Friends, or whatever, whatever. I mean, you could always use a fake name. It's not a big deal, but whatever. If you want to tweet me your question, I say do that. That's exciting. My Twitter info is at I'm Boy Crazy. No apostrophes. How dare you? All right? It's at the letter I, the letter M, B-O-Y-C-R-A-Z-Y. It's so nerdy that I spell it out for you, but you know what? I am the kind of nerd who would want somebody to spell it out for me so I just treat you the way I want to be treated. Also, what I will do is, if you can't call in to the, to the live show, which is happening now, and it happens every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, you can always email, email me a question, but you have to put big sis which stands for big sister. You know what I'm talking about. You're not fucking retarded. And even if you are retarded, let's talk about that. Call in. You know how to dial a phone. I don't mean to be rude. That's totally rude. You're not supposed to say the word retarded anymore. You're not supposed to say that. It's not a casual. We're not living in a casual 80s movie. All right? And also, retarded, retarded, the word retarded is like the least of our problems when you watch an 80s movie. If you watch a movie from the 70s or the 80s, 
you'd be surprised things that they say in those movies where you're like, oh, my God, it's 2014. I can't believe that this cozy 80s movie that I love, I can't believe the shit that they were saying that you totally, we would never say today. Like, you'll be watching, like, I don't know, maybe it's like Back to the Future, and all of a sudden your people are saying, like, faggot. Isn't that crazy? I'm not, I'm not using the word faggot in a bad way right now. I'm talking about how horrible the word is. I'm talking about the word. I'm just referring to the word. I'm not using the word towards anybody. I would never say that. I don't say the F word. I don't say the N word. I don't want to say those words. I don't want to call anybody those words. That's not the kind of person I am. I hope that's not the kind of person you are. Probably is. Disgusting. Fucking disgusting. Anyway, I mean, the words that I could use, these are the words that I'm allowed to use. Slut, whore, cunt. Because these are my words to take back. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? You get my point? A gay dude, he can say the F word if he wants to. If he, that's his right. If he wants to take back the power of a word that was used against, you know, in a, in a horrible, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. An African-American person can use the N-word if they so choose. That's their word to take the power back. Because that word was used against them. It's a horrible word. They can use the word. Don't you dare think you can use the words white person or person who is not black. How dare you? And I'm a woman, and I can say slut. But you know what? I don't even want to say those words because they're horrible words. So can we stop talking about this for one moment and get back to the point of which there is no point? Um, anyway, you can tweet me your questions or your thoughts or concerns at I'm Boy Crazy. And, uh, yeah, it is an inferno tonight in, uh, in the Boy Crazy Radio studio. Uh, and by uh, and, and it's, it's an inferno in Los Angeles. I do this show in Los Angeles. It's fucking hot as fuck. It's insane. I don't know what to do with myself. I'm wearing American Apparel high-waisted short shorts. I want you to have a visual. So if, you're, if you're lonely and you're too scared to call, and you're a dude who's like 16, at least, you can, at least maybe you can jerk off to this tonight. If I can do one thing right tonight, maybe I can help a 16-year-old boy or a guy who's actually of age. Jerk off to the thought of American Apparel short shorts. I won't tell you that my face broke out. Ugh, I got pimples. It's horrible. I'm white, by the way. I have five. No real problems. These are these are my issues. Um, oh my god, and this is like a downward spiral fast. I'm like talking, I'm talking about the F word, the N word. I've not really said anything bad, but I'm just referring to things that I'm not allowed to refer to. That I shouldn't. It's probably gonna get me into hot water. With who? My mom? I don't know. All right. This is about the phone calls. I'm going to get to the calls. I'm going to answer your letters, and then I'll talk to you about me and my bullshit and things that I've noticed and want to talk talk about in a moment. Uh, I'm going to get to the first call, area code 956. In a minute. Ah! Oh, God, I don't know what happened. If you're 956, I think I may have disconnected you, or you hung up. That's neither here nor there. Okay. If you're there, if you want to call back in, let's. I fully suggest you do that. 956, we're waiting for you. In the meantime, I'm going to read uh, the first Big Sister email uh, of the evening. It's from a girl named Laura. All right. Hey, Lexi, main question. Should I move on or should I keep these feelings? Background info. In my freshman year of college, I had this thing with a guy, and he led me on in the beginning saying that he wants things to work out and implying having a relationship. We would text every day and, and hung out. And I would hang both with him and his friend's group all the time. 
We were pretty much friends with benefits because he never asked me to be his girlfriend. He told me he loved me, but at the time, he was on drugs. So I didn't really know if he really meant it. The whole time, I had strong feelings, and I just recently had told him how I felt and asked why he never made the next move. And he said he was too scared to commit. But I am still a great person. Oh, this is what he told her. He said he's scared. Okay. He said that he was too scared to commit, but that I'm still a great person. He's still my friend, and I still hang out with all his other friends. But I told him that I get both angry and happy thinking about the future. And maybe he will grow bald and ask me out. But he said he hopes that that it doesn't make me angry. I am not going to be a sophomore in college, and I still have feelings for him. So what do I do? Signed. Oh, and so thanks so much. Signed, confused and stuck. Well, let me rip this off like a Band-Aid for you, Laura. Um, I'm sorry, I said your name, but don't worry. Nobody, no, nobody knows what's going on. All right. The dude's not into you. He likes you. He likes making out with you. He likes having sex with you. He, that was great for him, but he doesn't like you enough to be your boyfriend. He doesn't want to do that. He's trying to be really polite about it. He's hoping you'll get the hint. You're not getting the hint. You're, you're bordering on that weird, bitter territory that women get, you know, where you're like, wait a minute, um, you don't like me? You like me. Wait, what's going on here? Like, where you think you can threaten him like he's your boyfriend? Because that, that doesn't even work with a boyfriend. Like, they don't like that. But at least if they love you and they're into it, they'll put up with all your bullshit. So right now, your feelings are getting hurt because you refuse to take the hint and you won't let it go because you really like him and you hang out with him all the time. And that doesn't fucking help because you're always seeing him and you guys have already had sex. And it's so different for women when sex is concerned. Like, I know that it's 2014 and it is the future, blah, blah, blah. But when it, you know, as tough as you think you are and as many times as you can have sex with a guy or or as many times as as you've had sex with guys and not become emotionally attached because let's say you're just, you know, thinking you can't thinking that you won't let yourself get emotionally attached, um, which is a thing we should talk about on its own. That's a whole other side. As much as you think you're capable of not getting attached, it's like playing Russian roulette. Because as women, when we have a man's private inside our vagina, chemicals are released like oxytocin and dopamine. And, you know, we do have a little thing inside of us because we, you know, where we want to meet and our body goes, oh, Mate for life, mate for life, mate for life. Make a baby with this person. Make a baby with this person. Like, that shit can happen when you're fucking a dude. That's why it's, like, it's scarier for a woman. Like, I'm going to take it back to caveman times. It's scarier for a woman to have promiscuous sex with a dude because dudes are more inclined, uh, as, you know, speaking of the caveman days, to spread their seeds. They go out into the world. They're going to spread their seeds. They just want to fuck. They need to release their fucking cum. They need to ejaculate, whatever. I'm, I, I'm a romantic. I don't think I'm painting the right picture of myself right now, but I'm just trying to answer Laura's question in, 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 in the longest way possible. Anyway, but when a woman has sex, even though she's tough and it's the, it's the future and she's a modern woman on the go and she drinks her Starbucks latte and she's, you know, wearing red lipstick and skinny jeans and heels and runs a company, some dude has sex with you and you think, I'm just having fun. If you keep doing it and you actually are friends with him and you hang out with him, and he, you're going to fall in love with the dude. It's difficult. So you're already in a situation where you're making it very difficult for yourself. So let me rip this off like a Band-Aid for you. He's not into you. Figure out what you're going to do. Either stop hanging out with him, give yourself a break and a moment to get over your crush on him, 
or just fucking chin up. Don't take it too personally, even though it is personal because it's you, but it's not. He's just a dude. He's a young dude. He wants to fuck people. He doesn't want to be, like, tied down. And he doesn't like you as much as you want a dude to like you. He doesn't like you as much as you like him. So, you know, don't be mad at him. Don't be angry at him. All he's guilty of is not being in love with you. I'm sure he's a great person. But you have to let it go. And don't take it out on him. Cry on your pillow. Text your girlfriends. Hang out with your friends. Stay busy. Talk to your mom, read books, do your homework, do well in school, masturbate as much as you possibly can, write out a list of what your dreams are, your aspirations, your hopes, write a dream, you know, that's for your career stuff and your life and places you want to travel and things you want to get accomplished. But then also, because you are getting, uh, because you are going to be sad and crying and you need to redirect that energy that you're going to put on him for not liking you and being all pissed and feeling used. He fucked me, blah, blah, blah. Well, you had sex with him too and you've got whatever. It's the future. It's supposed to be like an even exchange or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, you need to redirect that angry energy. And, you know, I've told you all these things to do. But you should also, since you're dealing with a, a relationship and love situation, which aren't we all, whether we have it or we don't, or we're just coming out of it or we're, we're, we're hoping to have, have somebody to love. Anyway, you need, you need, you need to watch a bunch of romantic comedies I don't care what you're thinking right now. I don't care who's hearing this and rolling their eyes. I'm talking to Laura. Okay? She needs to watch every episode of Sex and the City, uh, Bridget Jones' Diary. Uh, 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 God, what else can you watch? Just, you know, figure it out. Pretty in Pink, 16 Candles, uh, Breakfast Club. What are other other fun, cozy, romantic comedy things you can watch? There's just like happy, you know, upbeat movies that will make you cry and laugh and hopeful and blah, blah, blah. And then while you watch those bullshit movies, write a list of everything you want in an ideal relationship, whatever you consider to be your ideal relationship, like the thing you're striving for relationship-wise. So you can, like, put that in your back pocket, hope nobody finds it, like it's like your dream vision board or kind of thing for your relationship. Um, and make it reciprocal. And by reciprocal, I mean every time you write something you want to have in a person you're looking for, that they feel the same way about you. Let me give you an example. He makes me laugh. I make him laugh. He's the best sex I've ever had. I'm the best sex he's ever had. He's my best friend. I'm his best friend. Just make it reciprocal. So it's just like both-sided. I feel safe with him. He feels safe with me. Uh, he makes my life better. I make my um, I make his life better. Blah blah blah. I mean, I could give you God. I could get all, I could get all, all, all I could take out all the lists of, uh, that I've uh, shoved in my in my drawer at my desk here at the Boy Crazy Radio Station. We'll get to that in a moment. Oh God, I couldn't even read you my list. I'd vomit. It'd be too embarrassing. It'd be like has a big dick. Um, but that's not reciprocal. You can't be reciprocal with that one. Anyway, all right. Um, I have a tiny dick. Okay. What is the point? I'm going to take, I'm going to read another email. Oh, but also, I had a happy surprise this morning. I woke up this morning. I looked at my Twitter because I'm fucking addicted to my phone, which has to change. I, I got rid of cable because I, I wanted to be more productive, but I still have Apple TV, and I still have Netflix. And I, can, you know, I can watch shows I want to watch, but now I have to buy them individually on Apple TV, like if I want to watch bullshit TV shows that I'm addicted to, like The Real Housewives of, you know, Beverly Hills or New York or what have you, I have to spend like two ninety nine, but it's still less than whatever, the $180 I was spending on like watching reruns of Golden Girls and Frasier and Friends every night, which are great shows, but 
I was getting to the point where I was staying up till four in the morning every single night. You know, I'm an insomniac. I'm a night owl. But I wasn't getting anything done. And with those hours, I was, I was thinking, oh, my God, I've seen this episode of Cheers and Frasier and Friends and blah, blah, blah. I've seen these episodes, like, already. I saw them when they originally aired, like, years ago, I think. You know, like, I need to write stuff. I want to be productive. I want to read a book. I want to do something, make something, learn an instrument, how to play guitar, do something. So I got rid of my cable, and I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, this is cool. I'm watching documentaries. I'm watching movies still. Uh, I'll watch my fucking creepy shows, you know, when I feel like I've accomplished enough, and I'll buy them, you know, buy one off of them. But then, I mean, I'm sure we can all relate to this. I'm completely addicted to social networking. I mean, this is no surprise. I, I am a blogger. Ugh. Barf. Barf. Ugh. I have a website. Obviously, I'm going to be using social media or whatever all the time. But it's gotten to the fucking point where it's like, okay, now I'm not watching TV, but I'm refreshing over and over again. It's like Facebook to Instagram, to Twitter, to my emails, to my text, to Facebook, to Twitter, to my emails, to my text, blah, blah, blah. To Su- you know, occasionally reading Susan Miller uh, Astrology Zone uh, horoscopes or whatever. But, like, just, you know what I'm talking about because I know you do the same thing. Oh, who liked it? Who liked it? Who's this person? Who's following my boyfriend on Instagram? Who do you follow that? Oh, my God, I can't believe this. What? Like, just fucking nutty phone stuff. And then I'm still up till 4 in the morning, not accomplishing shit. So I got to stop that. But this morning when I woke up and grabbed my phone and checked my Twitter, I was alerted to the fact that uh, that Pitchfork Media, you know, pitchfork.com or whatever it is, they they posted a story about, and, and the videos and the interviews I did with Ariel Pink, I'd only put one up on my blog, which is called imboycrazy.com, which is a master interview, which is the main, the first of three interviews with Ariel Pink. And then I unlocked I unlocked a second inter- interview that I did with Ariel. I am, it was it was set to private, and I unlocked it on my YouTube account. And I haven't even posted it on my website yet. And Pitchfork found it and put it on their site, and then wrote an article about it. So that was a happy surprise. So check that out. I'm trying not to read the comments on uh, on on the video where people people are saying I look like Shelley Duvall and my horrible laugh and blah blah blah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fucking internet troll scoundrels. It's fine. Oh, fuck. Anyway, I'm going to take a phone call. Uh, area code... Area code 661. Oh, yeah, hello. Oh, yeah, hello. Uh, what's your sexual opinion or perspective on unlubed anal? On unlubed anal? Well, I appreciate this this type of phone call because, serious or not, I do... I, I probably have a preference. I don't have anal sex because I'm not into that. I don't want to put anything in that hole. But I'd say unlubed would be pretty painful. And, and borderline, like, that'd be, like, you raping a girl. Like, that's not cool. Are you using spit yeah, or are you well, talking about food? No, I, well, uh, well, my dog agrees with you. I'm sorry. Could you repeat that? Because I would love to see where this is going. Oh, my God. What a fucking pussy. You hung up? Because my dog, what? That was your, oh, my God, you're such, oh, my God, prank calls are such an art form. Prank calls are such, are such a beautiful thing, right, with possibility. That was your call? Oh, my God, you sounded so embarrassing. 
let's take a moment and imagine what that guy looks like. I feel like he's got more pimples on his face than I do right now. Uh, oh, God, who's the girl fucking that guy? What girl is letting that dude stick his tiny nub and dick in her vagina? I don't know. It's not me. And I don't need lube anyway. If I, my boyfriend doesn't need <laughs> Oh, God. Christ. I'm so disappointed in that. I used to make prank phone calls all the time when I was little because I'm an adult now, so I don't do that. But maybe I should start again. But if I did, it would be way better than that prank phone call. Ugh, he just, that guy sounded like Napoleon Dynamite. All right, I'm going to take this phone call, too. This could be, this going to be a slew of prank phone calls tonight. Ready for the A3, too? Hi. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? My name is Jessica, and I'm calling from Pasadena, Texas. Pasadena, Texas? Yeah, it's kind of in the middle. Well, it's not in the middle of nowhere. It's south of Houston, but, yeah. All right. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the well this is not in Pasadena, Texas at all. I think it's in Austin, but I think I'm gonna go to I've decided to go to the Fun 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 Fest. Is that have you ever been to that thing? Oh, Austin City Limits? No, I haven't. Is that oh wait, Austin City Limits is the same as the Fun 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 Fest? I mean, I don't know, but <laughs> I mean, I thought you meant Austin City Limits. I don't know. I think it's a different festival that's in Austin, and it's, like, in November. I don't know. Whatever. We'll talk about this. This is about you right now. Tell me how how old are you. You're calling from Pasadena, Texas, and then tell me what your problem is. I'm 20, and I'm a college student, and I'm just trying to get advice on I'm, – I'm taking the dating hiatus, so I'm not really dating for a while. And, I don't know, it's just kind of been back and forth, like, in between relationships, and I'm just trying to stay positive, and I don't know if you have any advice. Well, why are you taking a dating hiatus? Well, I've been in relationships, and they just haven't been working, and yeah. So. Well, did anything major happen where you're just like, never again, I, I hate men, I can't do this, I'm taking a break? Um, Not like major, major. I was in a relationship with a guy for a year, and it just, things got weird, and like, it just didn't end up working out, and I totally rebounded, and that that was way worse than the actual other relationships. So, and then I slept with my neighbor, and then it just got bad. And yeah, so I don't know. Any advice? No, I like where you're going with all this, and not the fact that you slept with your neighbor. But here's what I like: I like the fact that like you know that you're kind of like getting a bit out of control, and it's feeling like a little bit too too much is happening. So you're yeah yeah that's great. Take a dating hiatus. That means just like don't go out and make out with random dudes, don't go out and have sex, all, you know, be really protective of yourself, do your stuff, go to school, I don't know what you're doing, but go to school, I'm, I'm hoping you go to Whole Foods every now and then, I bet you have friends, and you have girlfriends, and you have a family, and, you know, just just hang out with your friends and your family, and, and focus on your work and stuff, and you're 20, like, what do you, what do you want to do with your life, like, what's your goal? Um, I'm still kind of figuring it out, but I think I might go to med school, I'm a bio major, so... Oh my God! What kind of what, what kind of medicine or what, what what kind of doctor would you want to be? Um, I was thinking maybe veterinary, but um, it's still kind of up in the air. Like I definitely like the sciences, but I'm still figuring out my life. You know, I'm only going to be a sophomore. I know, but that's nice. This is good. You're thinking about it now. It's like you know, you're 20 years old, so just think about that. Think about like, and if you're if you're thinking you want to do one thing versus the other, like okay, so you, you might want to work with animals, but you might do another thing. Like, what's the other thing? What, what else might it be? Um, 
maybe some sort of research. Like, I think cancer research would be pretty cool, but I don't know. It just seems kind of out of reach, but I know I can do it. It's just figuring it all out. I'm still kind of all over the place, like, with what I want in my life, so. Well, this is so great. This is perfect. Yes, take definitely take a dating hiatus and focus on yourself and try out and read about and intern or visit places or talk to people who who do, like, lots of different types of people who do the things that you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe I'm interested in this. Like, you know, you don't have to necessarily intern with someone, but you can, yeah, I would say go to meet as many people as you possibly can who are available to you that you have access to in Pasadena, Texas or around that area and go with your mom or your dad or whoever, I mean, you drive, I assume, but like, and just like make appointments and go, yeah, can I interview you for my school or I'm thinking about doing this thing and then, yeah, that 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 makes you that makes it like you're taking your life so much more seriously. And you don't have to worry about like sleeping with your neighbor or or just having a rebound or just yeah, totally. That's a masturbating score. I'm gonna say it again. I said it already. I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> Epsom. I swear to God, you go to the drugstore, you get Epsom salt bath. They they relieve you of water retention. Uh, it's nice to soak in a tub filled with Epsom salt bath. You masturbate when when you have your when you have an alone moment. Um, you know go visit a vet or something and talk to a whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? And then focus on yourself. And then let a guy approach you who's like, I don't want to say man enough because I don't want to like, I don't know, like gender stereotypes, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Meet a guy who's man enough to fucking ask you out on a date or, or somebody, or only date somebody who really interests you. You know what I mean? Who's like, that you're excited about. Not some guy because, you know, you're feeling lonely or maybe he's a little bit cute and, Wow, you're so lucky you put his attention on you. Just, like, wait it out. And it makes you more of, like, a, a special gem if you don't just date everybody and if you, like, take a moment where you go, hmm, nah, that guy smokes and he talks about himself a little bit too much. This guy, this guy's a loser. I'm not doing He might be cute, but he's, like, a total fucking loser. And I'm so much better than him. Like, really, you take yourself more seriously. Yeah, I, I totally back up your hiatus. Thank you. Yeah, because I've I've definitely jumped into things like that, not thinking about it or saying, oh, you know, I'm getting this attention, and it's not. I'm not trying to sound conceited, but I've gotten attention from people. But it's like I always pounce on like the first guy who like shows a lot of effort, and I'm like, no, I need to be more picky because obviously something's wrong, and I'm you know something's going on. I get unhappy or it doesn't work. So I'm just trying to be like super selective, but. It's just been hard for me because I've kind of been notorious for, like, jumping into things without fully thinking about them. Well, I mean, you can also, like, if you meet somebody who you think is cute and interesting, you can always, like, have coffee with them or go out to lunch with the person and, you know, not put so much pressure on it. Like, oh, my God, this guy's going to be my boyfriend. We're probably going to get married. Oh, my God, this is it. This is my next boyfriend. Like, just assume, like, change the way you think. This helped me a while ago, too, because like, I used to get so nervous. Like, I used to be, like, way more boy crazy than I am now because I'm I'm in, like, a committed relationship for, like, over a year or whatever. But, uh, like, because yeah. I've, dated, I've dated a ton, like, and I've been a dating maniac and slept with lots of people and been in serious relationships and not been in serious relationships. And I know that when I'm single, I'd be dating so many people. And, like, I would just reframe it in my brain. And I would say, okay, I'm not, we're not, we're not, I'm not dating. These people aren't my boyfriends. I'm just making a new friend. And that way, you, you know, you, you don't have to make out with somebody on the first date, even though it's pretty fun to do that. Um, you don't have to have sex with somebody right away. You just get to know them, like just hang out. And then, then, then it, makes, it makes them wonder. They're like, 
why is she moving so slow? Or what's going on with her? Or does she like not like me as much as I thought? You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah. get to know people. You can get to know people, and maybe you won't even make out or have sex with them, and and you'll just have like some new friend who is like a brother to you or something. So like, you don't have to like shut yourself off completely. Have your eyes open, but focus on your own life and your career and your goals and all your dreams and all that stuff. It's almost like the exact same advice I gave to the girl whose letter I read, where she's bummed yeah. this guy doesn't. Yeah, so she's bummed that this guy doesn't like her. That's not your problem. Guys do like you. You're just, you know, not wanting to date. But the advice that I gave her as to all the things that she should do to distract herself, you should be doing the same things because that's so important because if you, like, if you practice an instrument or you start interning for people or start really looking into all the different avenues that interest you career-wise, and if you start writing lists of, like, your dreams and your goals, like, not just career stuff, but, like, life goals, like, I want to go in a hot air balloon, but, you know, by the time I'm 30, or I want to, like, travel to Rome, you know, at some point in my life, and I want to write a book when I'm in my 60s. If you just, like, write all these lists, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just such a good thing, I think. It's just, like, it, you take yourself seriously, and you put yourself first, and it's just only, and if you, if you start thinking about all these things and actually doing them, because 10 years can go by really fast, and you'll be 30, and you'll have done a lot of stuff instead of just, you know, fucking a bunch of random dudes that live in your neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay. Think about that. I know I said a lot. I, I know I blab a lot, but you, you can always look, listen back to the rebroadcast. <laughs> or download, no, I really download, it on, it. On, download it on iTunes and you can hear all the stuff again if, you, if you're not already sick of it. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Oh, my goodness. Oh, good. It's an inferno in Los Angeles. What is this all about? It drizzled a few days ago. Doesn't that mean the drought's over? Uh, I guess not. Um, let me just spritz myself with, um, with rose water. Damn it. I'm using a heritage store, rose petals, rose water. Supposedly, um, it says it's magnetized, something or other, some kind of weird spiritual, interesting, uh, magical component. It says, Vormag water is water that has been vortexed and magnetized magnetized to raise the energy to a higher vibration that we believe to be more beneficial. How exciting. I can totally use that. Oh, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Is it hotter in New York than it is in L.A. right now? I'm confused. Because I'm going to New York next week, and I want to know what I'm getting into. Should I bring my high-waisted short shorts to New York? Just say yes. Um, all right. Phone lines are open. Area code 646-378-06. Four nine is the telephone number. Excited to hear your phone call. Um, checking Twitter. Oh, checking the big sis emails. Checking the other emails. Okay, I've got something. Says, dear Alexi, this is from Tracy. Dear Alexi, so I am talking to this guy, and I've known him. I'm going to read it exactly like she wrote it. Should I do that? I'm going to. All right. <clears throat> dear Alexi, so I am talking to this guy. And I've known him for a while. I'd rather not mention my age, but I'm a ridiculously PMSing teenager. Me and my friends have a texting group, and it has been for a while, quite a long time. And this boy that's in the group, I've known him for about three to four years. We kind of hit it off two years ago. Then I just stopped. I wasn't sad. I wasn't sad about it at all. So all of a sudden, he had been calling me hot with these two other boys. Caution, all the boys are very perverted and on the edge to have sex. Delinquent teenagers who are desperate to get their pee-pee in meaty hole. 
And so they were like, dang, you are hot. I was like, thanks. Even though I hate being called hot. Sounds disrespectful. Let me include his past life, because I'm sure it matters in this situation. He has dated many girls in the past to be called a player, but not typically one. He talks to many girls, and a lot of girls like him. He just ended a relationship with his girlfriend, and they banged. He calls people babe, and all the girls that text him. He calls them babe. He touches people's boobs and butts. That's most of what is important that I think I should tell you about him. So we started asking for an orgy, which makes me puke. And I don't think I'm attractive, but I have confidence in me. So all that crap he says, and my friend says, you are just letting him to you, even though it's completely disrespectful. A girl like me doesn't get a guy very easily. So okay, okay. I let him say what he wants because it makes me feel good about myself because no other guy is like me. So he says all that sexual things. I don't want to say stop all that jizz because why turn off a guy that thinks you're gorgeous and makes you feel good about yourself, right? So the reason I'm asking for this is should I let him say the things about my body like this? He says I'm his main babe. I don't believe it, though, because if I say things like stop, you're being rude, he just goes on to my pretty friend, and that's all the guys talk about in the chat. She's pretty, which makes me feel bad about myself. So I don't want to do that. Should I let him do this or not? Thanks for reading my crappy novel about a boy. Uh, but I hope you can help. I love you. Oh, my God. That was amazing. That was possibly the best big sister letter email I've ever gotten in my entire life. Oh, my God. That was like a roller coaster. That was my first time reading it. And I'm glad we all experienced that together. Tracy, I don't know how old you are. You're very young. I don't know where you're writing me from. Here's the deal. I know you think this guy is cute. You like him. I don't know if you guys did stuff in the past, and now now he's back into you, or now you guys are communicating again, from what I gather from this uh, email. Okay, I think now is a good time to learn to have boundaries. And if you can master this, and if you can hear what I'm saying, Tracy, and take my advice, I think this will be really good for you as a woman in the world, okay? It doesn't matter how cute he is. doesn't matter that he's a guy paying attention to you. And I know that feels good but it's not good attention and it's disrespectful and it's not the kind of attention you want. I don't want, I'm, I'm pretending I'm your big sister right now, okay? I don't want some dude at your school to, to be saying disrespectful things to you and saying stuff about jizz and his neat hole. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what he's saying, but it sounds like he's saying stuff about like lots of sexual things and stuff. And that's, that's not the kind of guy you want. And I don't care if you're 13 or 12 or 16 or 18 or 30. Uh, you want a, you want a better kind of guy. And I swear, even if you're 12 years old, I can guarantee there's some really sweet 12 year old who would hold your hand and never say these dirty, nasty things to you. And that's that's the, the boy you should be with. This guy, you tell him, don't talk to me like that. Don't fucking talk. Don't say the f word. Okay. Say. Don't talk to me like that. I don't like that. That's not cool. Okay? 
this guy is, is he's just he's too sexual. I don't know what's going on with him at his home or what what dirty magazines or porn he's watching or who his big brother is or what guys are influencing him and stuff. But that's not cool. It's, it is sexual harassment. It's not okay. All right? So just tell him. Stand up for yourself. Be a strong woman now. Okay? I'm serious. I feel like I, I have no idea how old you are. This is why it's difficult for me because I might be talking to an 11-year-old or a 12-year-old. I'm not exactly sure. But I'm telling you, start being a strong woman today. That's not cool. You want a guy who treats you well, who is nice to you, and treats you with respect. And this is not respectful. All right? You get that, Tracy? I hope so. Um, all right. Because I guarantee there are very attractive, cool guys that you will have a crush on who will also, who are also capable of treating you with respect. Okay? Don't just like anybody because they give you attention. That's totally, don't do that. You're better than that, okay? You have to protect yourself. You've got to have more self-esteem, all right? Okay. Um, there you go. Phone lines are open, 646-378-0649. Oh, my God. I'm trying to, on a side note of a side note, I've already told you. I've already told you about the fact that it's an inferno that I'm addicted to uh, social networking, that it's boiling. Oh, my God, there's a cat. There's a cat being, like, murdered or something outside the Boy Crazy Radio studio. I'm just glad it's not my cat. Anyway, um, and I'm also trying to induce my period because I have a hot date in about six days, and I don't want, I don't want it to be with my period. I've got, I'm, I'm going to be having sex in six days, and my period tracker which is a very cool application that if you don't have already, you should totally have. I feel like this whole radio show has just turned into, like, me thinking I'm talking to an 11-year-old. I'm like, you should really have this period tracker. It's a really good thing, Tracy. Anyway, um, yeah, I have an application on my phone, which everybody probably has. But if you don't, you should totally download it, uh, especially if you're a girl. And then if you have a boyfriend, you should take screen grabs of when your period tracker says you're going to have your period and send them to all the dudes you're dating or to your parents or whatever so they all know when to, like, avoid you and stuff. But anyway, yes. So, so far, I've taken a lot of vitamin C. This is probably bad. To, I'm not going to tell you guys how to induce your period, but I Google it. I'm like, how do I do this in a healthy way? It's like, they're like, eat celery. I don't have, I don't have any celery. They're like, have some vitamin C. So I'm having vitamin C. That's all I know. Um... Oh, God. All right, so I'm going to get to another. Oh, I'm checking Twitter. I don't know what's going on, guys. I just don't know. Oh, here we go. All right, here we go. From somebody's listening. I don't know what her name is. At Calistico. Hmm, I'm saying it wrong. But she says, listening to your live radio show for the first time in years. XOXO. Well, thank you very much for listening. Oh, my God, you guys. Inferno continues. I'm going to read another letter. Um, oh, here's a service. I think this is the next letter that I'm going to read. Isn't for me to read on Boy Crazy Radio. I think it's a service that she wants me to do for her on Instagram in an Instagram video. But I'm going to read it anyway. Because here's the service that I offer. Uh, my Twitter and my Instagram handle or whatever the fuck they're called, uh, they are both the same. They're, they are at I'm Boy Crazy. So here's the deal. I offer the service. And it's called Bad News. 
bad news, hashtag bad news or just bad news, whatever you want to call it. So all you have to do is email me at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, and in the subject line, you have to write bad news. Tell me any information that you, any uncomfortable bit of information or um, whatever that you don't want to confront somebody with. Like maybe you want me to break up with your boyfriend or girlfriend for you, or you're having an issue with a coworker and you're annoyed with them, or you're having a problem with a friend or a boyfriend or something. Any kind of uncomfortable message you don't want to deliver yourself, I will deliver for you in a 15-second Instagram video. And then you can decide, I'll email you back, and I'll say, okay, cool, I got all the info, um, and I'll let you know when I put the video up. And then you can watch the video and decide if you want to tag the person you want to get the message. So there you go. You have the option. And if you don't like the video, don't worry about it. But maybe you'll love it. Maybe it'll make you laugh. Anyway, yeah, so I offer you that option. But I think this next letter I'm about to read is something that a girl wants me to tell her boyfriend on, uh, on Instagram. But I'll read it anyway. She says, Alexi, I have been dating the greatest, most precious little man for nine months now. We are both in our early 20s. And this is my first real relationship. I love him very much. And everyone can see this. So cool. I mean, I'm not the weird, crazy girlfriend. I'm like the fun one. Okay, anyway. He won't tell me he loves me. I mean, it's evident he does. He kisses my forehead sometimes, sometimes seven times in a row. He nurtures my cats, and he's allergic to them. He just does does the little things that make me know that this is it. Anyway, if you could could please let him know uh, that it's probably a good time to tell me that he loves me, that would be cool. Save us. Then she gives me his email. That's very sweet. Um, and she wrote, you'd like him. He doesn't suck, I swear. Anyway, thanks for reading. All right. Well, you know what? I'm not going to email him personally. I'm going to make the video. And I'm going to, uh, I'll email this girl back and tell her that I made the video. And the video is up, but I, I, I've yet to make the video. But here's my advice. It's so much better if you let the guy say I love you first. And I know technically he would be saying I love you first if he saw the video and said I love you first because you technically wouldn't have said it first. But technically you are saying I love you first because you're bossing him around into telling you. You're like telling a dude to tell you that he loves you. So it kind of like defeats the whole purpose and then like romance is out the window. But I'm going to make a video anyway because this is a fun one. I've given you my advice, but I'm also going to make the video. And the good thing is, it's not going to be a mean video. It's never mean. All the videos I make when I deliver or relay information for people, all two of them, they're never mean. They just get the ball rolling. They get the conversation started. So there you go. Hi, hi, hi. Checking Twitter. Somebody just followed me. That's always exciting. I'm going to take another phone call. Uh, area code 210. Hello. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's going on? Hello. Hello? Hello, what's your name? How old are you and where are you calling from? My name is Benjamin. I'm 25 and I'm calling from Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. So wait, so the, so the Fun 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 Fest is not the same as the other one, right? No. Fun 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 is different than ACL and there's also South by Southwest. Oh, yeah, I know about South by Southwest. 
okay, that girl confused me because I thought I knew the Fun 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 Fest was totally different from both, but then she just got me confused. But what's going on with you? Is this a prank call or do you legitimately have something to say? Or both. They're all legitimate things, I guess. I'm ready. What's up? Okay. Okay. So I follow you on Facebook, right? The Boy Crazy Radio thing on Facebook. Okay. And I saw that you posted, oh, this is um, some of my father's work is in a, you know, magazine or whatever. Was a fashion photographer or photographer of some nature? Like lifestyle well, or something? Lifestyle stuff, yeah. Like, why? What's going on? Well, I have an eight-month-old daughter, and I work in media production. And I've been working a lot lately. And um, I was just wondering for some advice in a kind of different manner, you know, like how was it for you having a father working in media production and uh, was it a good experience or was it a bad experience or was it a little bit of both or what? That's my question. Well, oh, what do you do in media production? Like what exactly does that mean? For you, because I know my dad was a photographer. But was, are you a photographer, or do you make work on set? No, I do. do? I, I do cinematography and editing, video. And why would you think? I'll tell you what my experience was in, in a moment. But real quick, why do you, why do you feel like there's a concern because you spend a lot of hours away from your family and stuff? Right. Well. Here's the thing. Well I, well, I don't really have a good relationship with my dad now, but it has nothing to do with, it has nothing to do with him being a photographer. Um, I remember, I I actually loved it. Like I would go with him on assignments because he he was a photojournalist. So he would like he took lots of fine art photography. I think before I was born and, and when I was really little. And then he worked for Time, you know, and Life and random, you know, just a lot of, like, different, like, even Star Magazine, and he would take me with him, and I would go on, like, stakeouts, or we'd go on helicopters and do aerial photography, and, like, I was, like, his sidekick helper, and I loved it. It was, like, really exciting to me, and, you know, and I I just respect him a lot. I, as for his job, he's a hustler. He's really talented. I'm so happy he finally put a book out because he's, like, 80 years old or whatever, and, and he's really talented, so I fully respect him career-wise and, and you know, he did go out of town a lot. He he went to Moscow and he went to like my mom was a, an '80s rocker singer or whatever. She's like my mom's in the '80s. She was in a band, whatever. I'll get to the point. Kind of barely. Um, and my dad was a some at, at one point in the '80s, he or the early '90s, God, he was like a paparazzi photographer. So he would have to go out of town a lot, and my mom would go on tour. So both of them were gone, and I would be like left at friends' houses for like weeks at a time or have to go home with friends after school. Cause, so that was an issue. My dad was always late, and he was never where he said he was going to be when he told me he would be there. So I think the main factor, if you have to work a lot, as long as there's a mom involved or somebody's going to pick him up and, and that's communicated, as long as the, no kid is, like, waiting outside of school being like, where's dad? Oh, he's late. He didn't tell me he was going to be late, and they're just waiting aimlessly. As long as there's some structure it's all good. I'm mad at other reasons. He was, you know, inappropriate with the, with what he, you know, talked about around me. He was like, just like my whole house too overly sexual where like, you know, just, I was, it was like I was treated like an adult where I was just hearing about all this stuff that was too right. old to be taught. You know what I mean? So it's like, not right. his career. His career, career was awesome. Just don't leave your kid hanging. Like don't, 
don't make your kid feel abandoned. Like just have a plan and 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 boundaries and stick to the plan. And like if you if you, how old is your kid? One, you said how old? Eight eight months. Oh wow, eight months. So and are you with the mom? No, well actually right now I'm in Austin on work. I live in San. My house is in San Antonio, Texas, but I'm on assignment here basically. So. But I mean, but are you in a in, are you in a relationship with the mom still? Yeah, we're married and everything. Okay, yeah. so what does she do for a living? Well, I'm. It's just me working. Okay, so as long as the kid, if you just have one kid, a boy or a girl, you said. A girl. A girl. So you have an eight-month-old girl. She's with yeah. her mom. As long as the mom's, you know, taking care of her and and they're having a nice time and everything's cozy, you're good. And and you're making money for the family. And as long as you're not cheating and doing shady stuff and you know, um, getting drunk every night or, or you know what I mean. Like just do your job. Yeah. Have your friends. Make your money. Go back home. Kiss your kid on the forehead. Have sex with your wife as much as possible. Don't fuck around. Don't go have unprotected sex with some stranger and then bring herpes back to the house. Like, and just be a good dad when you're there because you're being a good dad. You're making money for the family, so so your baby can, you know, go to school in the future. You're all, you're all good. Just what are you most concerned about? What's your fear? Because I feel like you're, you're concerned. Well, the only concern is, I mean, I think when you're in the production world and you're with other producers and directors and uh, photographers and whatever, that kind of adult content is easy to play, you know? And I think that, I think what you told me is actually like, is uh, beautiful and very helpful. What, what, tell me what so, you mean, what, what you. you mean adult, adult content? Adult content is in, you know, in conversation, you know, I I can see how I've had conversations even in, you know, that were probably inappropriate in front of, you know, with other adults around, you know, there's a lot of adults around, you know what I mean? Like yeah, what kind of thing are you shooting? Like, it's not like porn though, right? Or no, 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 no. No, okay. it's, it's, music, it's in like music videos, promo stuff, commercial, just normal kind of stuff, you know, but... Yeah. Okay. I, I well, yeah. Oh, thank you. I, well, I just yeah, you're right. Okay, have boundaries. I'm glad you have a sense of awareness. Where you're like, okay, cool. I was doing this, and now I now now you'll think before, and you'll be a little more conscious and stuff. And and they're so lucky that they have a dad who you care enough to call a, a radio show and and see what you can, you know, how, see how you can not fuck up being a dad. Right. <laughs> well, thank you for the um, advice. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to wrap up the show. We've got uh, five more minutes of the show. What else do I want to tell you? Oh, my God. Oh, I had a, a moment to think that I've realized. Um, I'm, uh, I'm trying not to torture my boyfriend. That's an ongoing theme with me where I give very good advice within my own relationship because I have my own weird daddy issues, and I probably still carry so much rage that should be directed at my father because I, I've, uh, I'm trying to learn how to, uh, how to lose my anger. But whatever. Um, I've learned, and this is very helpful for my boyfriend, that uh, the more productive I am and the more fulfilled I feel in my own life, the less I fight with my boyfriend. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that a weird, shocking surprise? Um, Yeah. And I'm also trying not to gossip. 
I'm, try, I'm trying to induce my period as soon as possible. So when I see my boyfriend in six days, I will have already finished bleeding. And I'm trying to stop gossiping because it's such a fucking bad look. And you know what? I realize I don't even like it when people gossip to me about stuff. I mean, I thought I didn't mind it, but recently I had a lot of information like kind of handed to me and of, of somebody else's personal business, and I was just like, you know, I can I can talk about everything all the time, and I love information and all this stuff. But I was like, whoa! Now I have all this. I have this. I I, I was just told all these things about someone, someone's personal life, and and it was like heavy stuff. And I went, oh my god! Now I'm. I don't like this. I, gossip is infectious on both ends because I don't want all this info in my brain. It's like heavy. It was weighing me down. I was totally stressed. Maybe that's why I fucking broke out. Or maybe maybe I'm about to get my period and that's why I'm going to break out. That's why I broke out. Anyway, but yes. So I don't want to gossip myself because whenever I do, it's the worst. You know what I'm talking about. Like, I'll say something about someone and I'll think it's funny or entertaining and well, I'm being entertaining to my friend. I'm telling them some gossip about somebody else, whatever. It's funny. You know, they, they won't tell anybody. Right. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, Oh my God, what if I told that person? What if I told that person? Now that person's probably mad at me. Oh no. And then like, even though that person probably doesn't know you gossiped, gossiped about them, you're walking around with all this like fear and guilt and you're like, Oh my God. And you did it to yourself. And then on the opposite tip, when somebody, when you gossip to somebody else, like leave them alone. Keep that fucking bullshit poison out of their head. They've got other stuff to worry about. It's like, it's just like, ugh, it's too heavy. Anyway, oh god, I was really hoping that somebody would want me to write some songs. I'm, uh, I'm practicing my chords. And next week, even though I might cancel Boy Crazy Radio, next week when people call in, I'll try to give them advice. Oh look. I'll try to give them advice in songs, or at least the first sentence of the advice. Oh, God. It could have been magical tonight. I should have done it tonight. We blew it. We blew it! Anyway, let's get back to the point. Oh, God, I should have given that as an option earlier on in the show. I'm, God, that could have been a blast for, for nobody but me. Anyway, you guys, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight. Boys Crazy Radio uh, was a blast because of you and your letters and your emails. Uh, you can uh, tune in every Wednesday, except maybe not next Wednesday, because I think it's going to be canceled. But don't worry, I'll update you on that information on my website, imboycrazy.com. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at imboycrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And uh, you know what? I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Wake up feeling blessed up, piss who on that dresser. Ain't afraid to show it, I'll expose it if I dress up. Riding in that tester, roasted nigga ketchup. Sipping on that several, till I messed up, like yes sir. Now I'm getting changed, people looking at me strange. Like niggas switching lanes, never change, still the same. We fuck bitches, get paper. We fuck niggas on paper. We walk around with lasers, we probably own some tasers.
You don't really want that Glock, boy. You don't really want to feel them shots, boy. You a B-boy. I'm a black boy. I'm a D-boy. I'm a hot boy. Six shots got me feeling like pop, boy. Party all night, shit don't stop, boy. Drunk as fuck and I'm ready to fight. Rollin' for the night, fuck me and play light, boy. LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit valid port, and plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans or offer land 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.